Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Support for The Zest comes from People's Gas, delivering clean, efficient, and affordable natural gas for cooking at home with precise temperature control. More at floridasenergy.com. Fried food is definitely not for everyone, but it also has its place and its rightful places at the fair. I'm Delia Colon, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and Southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. If you've ever eaten a funnel cake at the Florida State Fair, then there's a good chance you have our guests to thank. Today, we're talking fried foods with funnel cake legend, Jane Harris. The Florida State Fair will look a little different this year due to the pandemic, but one thing remains the same. The food will be as over the top as ever. As usual, serving up your deep fried favorites will be Jane Harris, better known as Mama Jane. She's worked with The Best Around Concessions for more than 35 years. The Cape Coral-based company is owned by the McGrath family, and they have trailers selling everything from turkey legs to corn on the cob to smoothies. But it's Jane who manages the funnel cake trailer, who's become a media darling and a fried dough virtuoso. Jane lives in Pensacola and travels to fairs across the U.S. and Canada about eight months out of the year. I spoke to her as she revved up to hit the Florida State Fair in Tampa. In our conversation, Jane shares how to recreate fair food at home. She offers an approximate timeline for when some of your favorite fair foods were likely invented. And we'll brainstorm names for her latest deep fried creation. How did you get into this? Oh, goodness. You know, I had two young boys and I needed to make Christmas money for my boys. So I started working at the fair and I ended up having six children. (laughs) And uh, so I still had to keep working the fair every year to make Christmas money. But uh, yeah, that's how I started. How long ago was that? Over 35 years ago. Wow, that's so great. So what are your early memories? So it would have been like the early 80s, I guess, when you started. What are your memories from that time of the fair? I didn't work in Tampa then because I had children. I just worked in Pensacola at the fair. And I didn't start traveling until about 2005. Uh, Hurricane Ivan had hit in 2004 and destroyed the business I managed. And the best around said, you want a job? And I said, I need a job. So they put me right to work. And I started traveling then. But the best around has been at the Florida State Fair since 1978. What is the best around? The best around is a small family concession. Consists of Kevin and Gail McGrath. They are the matriarch of the family. And they have their children, Mike and Kevin, second. And uh, they have their families and the kids even come out and work the fair with us. You know, it's it's a big family of, event. So she may be the matriarch, but your mama, Jane, how'd you get that nickname? Because of the six children. And then we also had um, foreign kids work for us. And they wouldn't know 
what to get at the store for, you know, a headache or whatever. So I'd help them with medications or whatever. And it was just, Mama, help. So I'd always be Mama. Aww. You're everybody's mama yeah. now. So back in the in the early 80s, even when you were at the fair in Pensacola or other places, what was it like? Was it like the fair that we think of today? Pretty much it was. Maybe not as busy back then. Sometimes it would be. I would always work the window. And now I work the back of the stand. But, you know, the best part is meeting the people and their families. And I love seeing the kids. I love for them to try the new foods now. My favorite part is standing back and watching them, and they don't know I'm watching. So it's it's quite fun to watch that. Okay, we have to talk about the food. I know you haven't been there since the start of the state fair, but you did a little homework for me. And what did you learn about the early days of food at the Florida State Fair? Well, food in general at the fairs, the corn dogs came out in 1930. And cotton candy came out a little before that in 1897. So fairs have been around over 120 years. We're getting all those new foods. And funnel cakes, of course, are 400 years old. So What? I didn't know that. What do you mean, of course? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> funnel cakes were invented by the Pennsylvania Dutch. And they've literally been around for 400 years. Who we would think of as the Amish, I guess. Um, some would, yes. Wow. And you've been selling funnel cake for over three decades. Has funnel cake changed? Oh, funnel cake changed drastically in 2011 when we started with the red velvet funnel cake. It changed the game for funnel cakes. Who comes up with this stuff? Well, the ones that um, the best around does, I create all of our recipes. Okay, red velvet, which I think my husband would love because that's his favorite cake. What are some other creations? Oh, goodness. Um, well, we have the sweet and we have the savory. And uh, we also have new corn dogs. So we've got a pretty good gamut of pretty much anything. We've had the bacon maple funnel cake, the cotton candy funnel cake, the pizza funnel cake. And the People's Choice Award back in 2017 was the cheesy fried enchilada funnel cake. Get out of here. How do you come up with these? Are you in your kitchen like a mad scientist? <laughs> Actually, no. Sometimes the kids that work with us will say, hey, can we fry this? And I'm like, we'll try it. And uh, my kids will go, hey, mom, I really want to try that black forest. So we'll try the Black Forest and see if we can make it. You know, the kids help, too. It's not just all me. Can anything be deep fried? I mean, you go to the fair and they have deep fried Oreos and deep fried Coke. Is there anything that you cannot deep fry? There is nothing I won't try to fry. What's something you tried to fry that didn't work? The one thing I've tried to fry that I'm going to try again with was a cheesy corn casserole. I'm literally speechless. <laughs> it's really good. The first time I ever had it, I was in Kansas City, Missouri. And I'm from Missouri. That's where I was born and raised. But yeah, it's cheesy corn casserole. And it is so good. And I fell in love with it. And I really, really want to bring that out to the public. So I'm going to keep working on it and see what I can do. Can you put it on a stick? That's the question. 
you know, I will be able to. <laughs> I was joking, but of course you probably can. So you're from Missouri. You're from the Midwest. What are some foods that remind you of childhood? Well, I remember going to the fair when I was a child and I always had to go get a corn dog, of course. That was back in the 60s and the 70s. I'm dating myself now. But yeah, corn dogs and cotton candy. And I always went by the elephant ear trailer and was like, what's an elephant ear? <laughs> I still don't I know. Never, oh, I never went up and asked. I was, nope, not going to do it. And now I sell them. That's pretty cool. I admit I have tried to make deep fried Oreos at home and it did not go well. Do you have any suggestions for those of us who can't make it to the fair this year and want to recreate some of those favorite foods at home? You know, I really don't uh, like to recommend people make funnel cakes at home because it does take oil. And a lot of people don't realize that the oil is going to rise up and can overflow their pan. So I really don't recommend the funnel cakes. Now, the Oreos, that would be super easy. You can go to the store and they sell funnel cake mix on the shelves at most of your stores. So I would recommend getting that and use it to make your fried Oreos. Wait, okay. You said the Oreos would be super easy and clearly they weren't for me. So tell me, walk me through it. What would I do? Well, you know, I would get the uh, box mix from the store. And if you wanted to change it and surprise your husband with some red velvet Oreos, you could, you could add some red color and some cocoa to the mix. That's a pro tip. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you know what? You have to have the cream cheese icing to go on it. That's true. So where where in the process would I put the icing on it? You would put the icing on after you fried it and dusted it with powdered sugar. And then the icing goes on top of all of that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel oh, like yeah. I'm in over my head already. What are you dreaming up? Oh, goodness. You know, speaking of that, I have at least 25 recipes in the recipe book that no one has seen yet. Some of them haven't been tried. So I'll be playing with food, of course, when we get in the fryer. But everybody always sees the red velvet funnel cake, and they think it is something else. So they gave me an excellent idea for a funnel cake, and I nailed it. And I cannot wait for everyone to try it. It'll be at the fair this year? Yes, ma'am. I'm not going to tell you what that is yet. Oh, we just have to go and see. Yes, you'll have to come see us at the fair. What's the most outrageous food you've seen at the fair because I'm sure you scope out some of the other vendors oh yeah you know we all go and talk to each other we're all friends you know even competitors uh it's fun to go talk to them and see what they're playing with and uh the wackiest thing I ever have seen was polar bear ice creams buffalo chicken ice cream that was crazy my mouth is, if you could see me, like my jaw has dropped. <laughs> is it just chunks of buffalo chicken in ice cream? It's like dinner and dessert in one dish. It is. It's a sweet, spicy, hot, cold ice cream. No, that's, that's a little too far. Where do you live? Do you live in Tampa? Actually, I do not. I live in Pensacola, Florida, the other end of the state. 
and uh, the company is based out of Cape Coral. So we travel all over the place. So what percentage of the time are you traveling? We travel probably about eight months out of the year. We have our winter route that we travel. We have a summer route that we travel. And uh, we love the places we go. The people love to see us come and we love to see them. So where are some places you go on your winter and summer routes? Our winter route, we will be in Palmetto. And then we'll be, of course, in Tampa. Then we go to Plant City. And then we're in Miami. And then we're down for a little while. And we'll head north in May to Memphis, Tennessee. And then we start our summer route, 4th of July weekend in Battle Creek, Michigan. One of our favorite places is Goshen, Indiana. And Des Moines, Iowa, you can't beat. It's another good one. But I always enjoy coming home to Pensacola. Oh, yeah. So Des Moines, Iowa, that's the Iowa State Fair that all the politicians have to stop at? Yes, ma'am, it sure is. Have you had any notable names come and try your funnel cakes? I have not. Not really. I have had special media, Ed O'Keefe and Al Roker with the Today Show. Our food's been on there twice from the Iowa State Fair. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, that is fun. Do you notice differences in what people request as you travel to different parts of the country? You know, we do. If you're up north, you don't want to go up there with elephant ears. You want to go up there with fried dough because that's what it's called up there. And if you go to Canada, you don't want to call it fried dough and you don't want to call it an elephant ear. You want to call it a beaver tail. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. There's different names for different regions. If you take elephant ears up north, you won't sell a one. You change that name to a fried dough, and you'll be selling them all day long. Oh, that's interesting. What is, I don't know if we already talked about this, but I need a review. What exactly is an elephant ear? Well, it's a big floppy thing on the side of an elephant's head. (laughs) You know what's funny? I've also heard of giant leaves called elephant ears. Yes, I have too. And I've also heard it called uh, Indian fry bread. I have had fry bread. I didn't think about the fact that you have to be able to sell it. I just think of fair food as like selling itself. But if you label it wrong, nobody will know what it is and nobody will want it. You know, that's exactly right. That's why I don't like to come up with crazy names. I have a crazy name for one thing that my cousin and I worked on years ago and nobody would know what it is. What was it? Um, It's the crackler. Can I tell you what that sounds like to me? (laughs) My in-laws are in Louisiana and I think of cracklin as like a, almost like pork rinds that you might buy there in Louisiana. Am I in the ballpark or no? Kind of. This is actually a cooked piece of, of bacon that's been fried very flat. And then I put it in elephant ear dough and flatten it again, cut off the extra, put it on a stick, and fry it. And then I put a maple buttercream on it. Maple buttercream. That does sound yummy. What did you call it instead of the crackler? Well, we never sold it. It's still on the list of foods that haven't been put out there yet. Oh, let's brainstorm. What can we call this? I'm saying we now. I'm in on this. So it's bacon 
inside of dough yeah. on a stick with maple buttercream. Yes. So what about like maple butter bacon on a stick? Mm, that's a lot to put on a sign. Oh, okay. Maple bacon. No, no one. <laughs> I can see why this is hard. <laughs> yeah. Bacon, bacon bites. <laughs> bacon bites. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the bacon bites being the tater tot with the bacon wrapped around it. Oh, that's good. This is hard. This seems easy, but it's hard because people are walking by and you only have a second to catch their attention. And the more words in a name, the longer it's going to take for people to read and they're not going to read it. No, you. no one goes to the fair to read. That's for sure. Now, you mentioned calling the elephant ears fried dough. When I think of the fair, I think of a lot of fried foods, but does everybody want that or have people gotten more health conscious? You know, some people have, and that's fine. Um, fried food is definitely not for everyone, but it also has its place and its rightful places at the fair because you, you don't want to have fried foods every day, obviously, for the, you know healthy reasons. But once a year, twice if you go to the fair twice, doesn't hurt anyone as long as it's in moderation. That's good advice. And I think when people go to the fair, they are there for the, yes, the rides and the games, but also the smells and their favorite treats. What do you eat when you're traveling? Where do you stay? And what do you eat? You're not just eating funnel cake three times a day. I don't like funnel cakes. No. Why? Um, I've just over 35 years plus I've served way too many of them. So I'm, I'm not a fan of funnel cakes. That's probably good because you're not going to eat the product, eat the merchandise. Exactly. You know, the boss loves that one, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but we stay in, we have trailers that we stay in right there at the fairgrounds. And we do hire a lot of local help also. And, uh, of course, they stay at home, but uh, they come in to work with us all and work the whole fair. But I will find other vendors that don't have fried foods because, obviously, we can't eat fried foods all the time. And uh, I'll go grab me some kettle corn. Why not? Or I'll see like someone selling salad and I'm thinking, who came here to eat a salad? But maybe that's for the other people working there who are tired of eating kettle corn and funnel cake. Okay, let me ask you this. I think it is so fascinating to have a job where you get to travel all over the all over North America, really, and meet all different types of people. Do you think that the public has the respect for what you do that your job deserves? They're starting to. The perception of fairs has changed drastically over the years from what it was. And rightfully, it's not the same as it used to be. More families are involved in it, and they bring a whole different element to the fair and make it more of a family event. Like, my children come and work with me sometimes, which is fun. I love it when they come out, you know, they get a good, healthy dose of reality when they do it. Yeah. Hard day's work. Well, thank you so much, Mama Jane. It was so much fun to talk to you and enjoy your, uh, I guess your kettle corn <laughs> since you don't like funnel cake. I will go get some cotton candy and I'll go get some chicken and rice with some lettuce and tomato and, and some black beans in it. That's another one of my favorites. 
That was Jane Harris, a.k.a. Mama Jane. You can catch her selling funnel cakes and other goodies at the Florida State Fair. It runs now through May 2nd in Tampa. And if you do go to the fair, we'd love to see what you're eating. Tag us on Facebook and Instagram at The Zest Podcast. I'm Delia Colon. I produce The Zest with help from Cheyenne Jaglau and Mark Hayes. Copyright 2021, WUSF Public Media. (laughs) 